Kasperleinen spent the rest of that Sunday beside a lake in Brandenburg, where he had rented a little house for the summer. He passed the time lying on the landing stage, dozing, watching the yachts and the windsurfers. On the way back he looked in at his chambers again, and now he was listening to the message on his answer phone for the tenth time. Hello, Kasper. This is Johanna. Please call me back right away. Then she gave her number and that was all. He sat down on the floor beside the phone among the boxes, kept pressing the repeat message key, leaned his back against the wall and closed his eyes. It was stuffy in the little room. The air over the city had been stagnant for days. Johanna's voice hadn't changed. It was still soft, the words still a little too slowly spoken, and suddenly it all came back to him. Rostal, the green grass under the chestnut trees, the smell of summer when he was a boy. They lay on the flat roof of the nursery garden shed, looking up at the sky. The roofing felt was warm underneath them. They had put their jackets under their heads. Philip told him he'd kissed Ulrika, the baker's daughter. And, asked Caspar, did she let you go any further? Hmm, said Philip, leaving it an open question. The thermos flask of cold tea stood between them in its faded rattan cover. Philip's grandfather had brought it back from Africa. They heard the cook calling to them from the terrace of the house, but they stayed put. Here in the shade of the old trees that Philip's great-grandfather had planted, everything moved at a leisurely pace on that late summer afternoon. If things go on like this, I'll never get to kiss a girl, thought Caspar. He was twelve. Philip and he went to the same boarding school on Lake Constance. Caspar was glad he didn't have to go home in the holidays. His father had inherited some land in Bavaria, part of a forest. He lived alone in a dark forester's house dating from the seventeenth century. The walls were thick, the windows tiny, and there was no central heating. Antlers and stuffed birds hung everywhere. All through his childhood, Caspar had been freezing cold in that house. Both it and his father smelled of soft licorice in summer. The smell of balistol, the oil used for cleaning hunting guns. Balistol was also used to treat all manner of ailments. It was rubbed on cuts and aching teeth, and even when Caspar had a cough he was given a glass of hot water with some of the oil in it. The only magazine to be found in the house was all about hunting and shooting. The marriage of Caspar's parents had been a mistake. Four years after the wedding, his mother had petitioned for divorce. His father said, later, it was really just because she couldn't stand the way he always went around in gumboots. His mother met another man, known at home only as That Upstart, because he wore a watch that had cost more than the annual income from the forest. Caspar's mother moved to Stuttgart with her new husband, and they had two more children. Caspar stayed with his father in the forester's house until he went to boarding school. He had been ten at the time. Okay, I suppose we'd better go in, said Philip. I'm hungry. They climbed down from the roof and went over to the house. How about a swim afterwards? asked Philip. I'd rather go fishing, said Caspar. Right, fishing's a better idea.
We can grill the fish. After the cook had scolded them and the boys had told her they'd been too far off to hear her calling, there were buttered rolls with ham. As usual, they ate in the kitchen, not upstairs, with Philip's parents. Casper liked it down there, where countless white kitchen drawers had writing in black ink on them. Salt, sugar, coffee, flour, caraway. When the postman came in the morning, he sat at the table with the boys, and they all looked through the sender's addresses on the letters and read the postcards before they were taken up to Philip's parents. Every other afternoon, Philip had extra coaching, and Caspar spent that time with Philip's grandfather, Hans Meyer, in his office. Sometimes they played chess on a very old board. Meyer was patient with the boy.